big rocks and all that sort of thing. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. No, and uh, welcome to the latest scintillating episode. Oh, my microphone's gone funny. Microphone stand. I hold it like Rod Stewart. You know, yeah. John does adultery. Like I look like Rod Stewart. Yeah, yeah very yeah. much so. It's yeah. the hair. It's the hair. Yeah. So, uh, John. Yes. You all right, mate? I'm good. Yeah, I'm. I'm. Well, I'm fine. Yeah. Oh, yeah. good, good, good. So, I was, uh, that was my subtle mic check. There. Oh, I see. Yeah. I was hoping you'd fucking done, we say something. We haven't a sound check today. Well, no, we have, but it's bloody well, different every time. When I was time. talking about the roadworks going through Pangbourne, so you could get a level. <laughs> I know, but it, it, you know what it's like? It, it, it's all fine, and as soon as we go into it, it stops working. Yeah. Anyway, so today we're going to actually, uh, I suppose, sort of review, discuss. Do a review, yeah. Two reviews. Yeah, because of- I saw a review of yours. <laughs> I saw a review of yours on Twitter. Oh, an old one? An old review, yes, because the <laughs> excellent Twitter account that posts old editions of Kerrang! There's also Which one of I, sounds I, I pop yeah, up. Yeah, in. there's one sounds as well, yes. But the Kerrang! one's better, obviously. <laughs> um, and you were reviewing the singles. God knows why you were reviewing the singles. You never reviewed the singles. Oh, well, this is like, that was like 85 or something. No, so it wasn't. Pre-fame. No, bullshit. It wasn't 85 <laughs> because of the singles that were on it. It was some sort of stupid Lou Reed thing. And I thought, he's doing it again. He's reviewing the Kerrang! singles, and he's going on about Lou Reed. Single of the week. Uh, yeah, single of the week. A very good rock and song. Were, yeah, but there were other singles. There were like good yeah, not, singles by heavy metal uh, bands. Were there, though? I'm sure there were. No. There definitely no, were. No, I'll tell you what there was, because I remember there was a Jim Steinman. Jim Steinman, which, which very, is excellent. Which Tonight got like a co-single of the week. Yeah, it, it was a much get, bigger... Oh, co-single of the week. It got a much nonsense. bigger review. It got well, a much so bigger review. It's Kerrang, mate. Well, I'd take Lou Reed over Jim Steinman any day. Well, yeah, but it's because... <laughs> It's because you're Cause not metal. Because I've got a rock and roll heart. It's because you're not metal. No, I'm not metal. No, exactly. That's right. I yeah, am many things. Be. Well, I should be. Oh, I see. Right, so um, now that we've established that... Well, it two- leads us into the subject we're going to talk about, doesn't it? Lou Reed is a collaborator of... of- this band we're going to talk about is, is that right or wrong have i got the wrong show have i got the wrong person are, are, we, here to talk, are we here to talk about sounds in 1976 or something you mean the album that lou reed did with metallica i do about you, 12 years ago was it it was more yeah. than 12 years ago it wasn't it was like 2011 and then he died in 2013 yeah died so so I wasn't really using Lou Reed to get into Metallica, oh, no. Oh, okay. What I was going to say is we're looking at two albums. One is the new Metallica, 72 Seasons. Yes. Uh, Hence I thought, my link. I Lou thought there Reed, were only four. I thought there were four. Shut up about Lou Reed. I thought there were four. 
seasons. Four seasons in one. I'm day. talking about Metallica's new album, just out or just about the to yellow, come out, whatever. One, the, the yellow album. And you're talking you know about, about the a, a Lou Reed single from the eighties. <laughs> yeah, but you know, you know, they had the black album. Oh yeah. I think of this one. I think of this one as the yellow album. It's true, actually. It's all very of yellow, this, isn't all it? of the stuff is yellow. And yet, why is it all yellow? I don't know. I suppose they ran out of black. Yeah, black and yellow, black and yellow. <laughs> Fade to yellow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> In fact, I heard uh, they left it off the album because I think they're going to release it as a single in the summer. They've done a special talic of... You know how they love... They do great cover, cover versions. versions. They should do some more of they, those. Well, they've done tie a yellow ribbon <laughs> around the old... Yeah, round the old rock tree. Dry yellow river. Round the old oak tree. That's better than anything on the album, to be honest. That is much better. You just pulled that riff out your arse and it's better than anything they've done. Well, it sounds exactly like everything they've done on this album. The yellow album. We've both given it a very lengthy, serious listen. On Spotify. Yeah, me while sitting on the loo this morning, yeah, you know, yeah. flicking through it. And um, I thought that track one, the very first track, which as everybody knows is the title track. Well, it's 70- see, 72 seasons. Yeah. Now, now I did read on, I'm sure it's probably Twitter or something. Something it, something authoritative. Well, yeah. yeah, they explained that the 72 seasons, if you, if you, you know, know your sums, four times 18 is 72. Yeah. So it represents the first 18 years of your life. So it's a bit of a concept album. So it's about the first 18 it's about years the of your life. first 18 years of your life. So the first song's about the first two years of your life. Is it really? Yeah, the diaper years. Yeah, that's what it is, yeah. Fuck off. It is is that why it's yellow album. for, like, yeah, baby clothes? Exa- baby shit. Baby shit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, you're saying So the that. first song, you've got to picture a very young start. Okay, okay. But track three is screaming suicide. Yeah, that's what, you, at what point that's in their yeah. youth? That's the t- the terrible twos, the t- the tantrum, ah, toddler tantrums, okay. toddler tantrums. Okay, you must burn. Yeah, that's what? getting into you. You're obviously getting into twelve, thirteen there. Okay, and cr- the terribly titled crown of barbed wire yeah that's that's to distinguish it from poetry. crown of thorns teenage poetry isn't it you crown know, of uh, you, i am the only 16 year old on earth right who understands as written by really some 60 year old yeah, men as written by 60 year old james hetfield from san oh, francisco oh. and then there's uh the final track is in a Murata. What's yeah, that? Inamorata. I don't know how you say it. Inamorata. Inamorata. That's why you're, you, Mick Wall's on backing vocals on this one. <laughs> Track goes on for 18 minutes. I tried it? to show him. It's Inamorata. Yeah, go on anyway. What's that about? Well, in Inamorata, it's about love, isn't it? It's about their first love. It's about love. Yeah, of course it is. Love? Of course it is. Well, it's about first love. It's about, you know, fancying a girl. That's what it's about. Ooh. Definitely. I'm telling you. Ooh. I'm telling you now. Ooh, fair dues. Yeah. Fair dues, my uh, can friend. Can I say that's only my interpretation of what it's about? Oh, I see. I don't know So it's not sure. authoritative. Well, it is authoritative like that I've come up with it. <laughs> well, let me tell you what I think it's about. Oh, yeah. Please do. Having your long experience of Metallica. My long... Because you turned up in the studio for Master of Puppets. Oh, what's this one about, Jane? Master of Puppets is pulling the strings. Do you know, do you know, actually, that you read my mind. Because the anecdote I was about to give you, which I think totally relates to this. Yeah. 
you've got to let me explain it. Don't jump in. Let me let me get to the end. This, to me, in essence, sounds like Metallica going, what do Metallica fans want? What do Metallica fans expect from a Metallica album? And when artists get to that stage, I'm always, I've lost interest. Whereas you go back to Master of Puppets, which for me was the high point of that. It's what made them special, what made them different. Um... They don't re- recreate any of that on this. And I'll go into that in a minute why, but particularly the production. Um, but I remember being in the studio and then afterwards me and Lars doing this sort of interview. <laughs> yes. Drunk. Yes. Yeah. And um, I was saying to him, because I, I was new to the whole Metallica thing. You're new to interviewing people. And I said, uh, no, no, just this, this music. And I said, I'm baffled. I said, you come up with these amazing riffs, you know, like on the track master. Of yeah, yeah. I said, but about halfway through, you just stop and just go off into this waffly bit and and then another long bit and then... This was an actual question. This is how you yeah, phrased the I question. Said, why, why do you do that? Yeah. I said, why don't you just do the riff and make a great song as opposed to one great riff, but now we're going to add another four minutes here and there of, you know, completely different, irrelevant stuff. And he was completely flummoxed. He yeah. was like, but that's what we do. <laughs> That's Metallica. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, but why? Yeah. And of course, I know now because they were boys who loved their metal and that's how metal bands did it, wasn't yeah. it? Eight minutes where yeah. three minutes would have been perfectly acceptable. It, exactly, yeah. Well, they seem to be doing that again here, but Ooh. but with far less positive results. For instance, I, can't, I don't know who produced this. I meant to look it up. I don't know if you know, but um, <laughs> well, you're encyclopedic. Unless knowledge. someone's put it on Twitter, <laughs> I'm probably not uh, going to know. All right. Well, Let's be Fleming Rasmussen, yeah, yeah, Marta, he, yeah. he produced Master. He did. Well, it wasn't. It wasn't it like he didn't. He, but then they kind of downgraded him, didn't they? Not on Master. Not no. on Master. They did. No, on they the, were like, still the doing net, what the yeah. fuck they were told yeah, on Master. Yeah, exactly. These, you can tell all these things. All of but, a sudden, it's but, like the next one's like co-produced by Lars Ulrich or something. <laughs> well, no, the, the next one was when they got in um, Mike. Mike Clink. Yeah, no. because was it Mike Clink. La- no, yeah. that was Guns N' Roses. No, right? yeah, because Lars was obsessed with Appetite for Destruction. <laughs> And he wanted. That's when he hey, got his jacket. Hey, he got his hey, white action yes, rose jacket. Yes. Yeah. James yeah. Hetfield hated working with Mike Clink. Hated Guns and Roses. Hated Appetite for Destruction. But Lars was like, "Hey, you know, that's what we should be doing." Get you know. His white jacket. <laughs> so here's the thing, Master of Puppets. The the drums. I, I always go to call it the percussion because it's really percussive. It's really good. And even though they have the waffly bits and it goes on for hours, yeah. it's done really, really well. And also, it's not just the same song slightly reconfigured. They have Orion, yeah. which is this beautiful but, symphonic so I, instrumental. Let me throw the name. They also have um, Din Din Leper Messiah. Yeah, Leper Fucking <laughs> Messiah. Yeah, but that's, be, that's the sort of thing you used to write dun, on your exercise dun, book dun, at school. Yeah, but it would be Leper Yeah, but it started atmospheric yeah, and it did, yeah. but how beautiful. But because... None of that how, on this. How much of that was Cliff Burton, though? Because Cliff was the one who kind of pushed them, you know, to not just do what you said, yeah. which is the three-minute riff and then write yeah. another song or make yeah. this bit another song. They're like, no, let's make these two bits one song and let's call it Leper Messiah. And then all yeah. of a sudden it's cool. Yes, but I think they were still 
creating art. They they didn't have a template. They'd never had a single. Yeah, but what I'm what I'm asking you is, what was the influence of Cliff at this point? Well, uh, obviously massive, yeah. obviously massive. Although he wasn't per se one of the main songwriters, the fact that James worshipped him and that Lars absolutely saw the value in that uh, he couldn't he couldn't best. He couldn't best Cliff at anything. Lars can best, especially in those days, could best most people with his European sensibility and the fact that he was a privately educated. I mean, all that yeah. came into play in the thrash metal scene. He did, of yeah, LA. and the fact he was good at tennis because <laughs> that's how they used to settle their disputes. It's like him and Mustaine, right? Like they are you they, serious? Yeah, they no, they what, forty love. You know, they used to have a, like five deuce. five sets of I'll tennis. I give you deuce, my advantage. Five sets of tennis, and uh, you know five sets of tennis. Lars would give him you know five love up in each set, still beaten <laughs> with one hand tied behind his back. Yeah, and that's when Cliff would Mustaine pull out the, just get angrier and angrier. Oh, Mustaine, sorry, Mustaine would drop kick him with a yeah, karate. Yeah. Okay. So, Master of Puppets, uh, they were still. They were still on a journey. They hadn't achieved. They didn't know what Metallica no, it would be. specifically yeah. was. But that was 85 they recorded that album. So was it 95, 95, 20, hang on, 95, <laughs> 38 years later, 38 yeah. years later, yeah. this is what they think they should be doing. And if, I think if you take, like, t- for me, probably the best track is the single um, what's it called again? It's called something like Lux A A Turner or something yeah. like that. Lux Nick Turner. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to find it. it. Must be here on the fucking album somewhere. I don't fucking know. Lux Iorta, whatever yeah. it's fucking called. A dreadful title again. But it's three minutes. That's pretty darn good. The rest of the album is all six minutes, seven minutes, eight minutes. And the most, for me, the most brain-pummeling part of it is the drums. Right, yeah. It's that huge sound that I think they first, bizarrely, came close to maybe on um, Justice for All. <laughs> yeah, I, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Well, they just Lars's, turned up the drums. Lars's drums have become like Steve Harris's bass used to be yeah. in Iron Maiden. Yeah. Only the thing loudest you can thing, hear. yeah. Yeah, because I'm the guy. I'm not yeah. actually the best musician, but I'm the guy in terms of I'm got to governor. listen to me. Yeah. So it's all like boom, 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 like that. Um, yeah, and and because so, it seems to me they've gone more thrash. Yeah, because, because they, it's a, they it's think a sort of full, yeah, want. that's what the kids want. But it's a sort of a fallback position where actually, I'm sure they could do something. Well, but mind you, they've done all the kind of that's they've the done thing. a collection of their numbers with the Royal Philharmonic and all that, and they've done they, they been through all of those went phases gay and did uh, load and reload. <laughs> yeah, they uh, they did Saint Anger, which I know I'm the only person in the whole world that admires that album, but. They to did. me, that was a. That, to me, that was still art. Yeah, did, people didn't like it, but at yeah, least it was trying to do something. For something new. Yeah. They did that one where I got locked in a room by Kaz Mercer and had to listen to. Which one was that? I don't know, but it really went on forever. Not death magnetic. Oh yeah, death magnetic. That was That's fucking. What it's wasn't it? Ter- what God, a, ter- a terrible Christ. shit title. Yeah, and a terrible shit album. Yeah, that lasted for about ninety minutes. Oh, it was awful. It was really. There wasn't awful. even one track. And they're playing it to you like it's like. 
we've just discovered this thing. It's called music. No one in humanity has ever heard this music before. Yeah. Meanwhile, and you're the first. Yeah. All right, Lars. Yeah. You run out of ideas. You're just trying to do what you did before. Yeah. And that was their with Death more Magnetic money. was like their first album for several years. First one since St. Anger, wasn't it? I, I think. Don't know. Well, they've I been the Philharmonic or some yeah. covers and shit, but the first actually knew them for many, many years. Yeah. And then they didn't do another one again from... See, now, do they... Here's a question for you. Do they bar one another from making solo albums? I think probably Hetfield does because he's such a control yeah, freak. Because I for, also a I, control for one, freak. I, for one, would be much more up for four solo albums, even like Kiss released on the same day. <laughs> yeah. Will you buy Stars or will you buy James or will you buy Kirk or will you buy Robert or whatever his name is? I, Trujillo! Yeah, oh yeah I'd, I'd be in, I'd buy, you know, Trujillo's going to do some kind of Jaco Pistoria style bass album, isn't he? Because he's a bit of a virtuoso. Stars. <laughs> what's he going to do? He's get, I'll tell you what Stars do. He'd get loads of guests. I'll tell so you what he'd have do. Axel, he'd have. He'd have, you know, David Lee Roth. He'd have, like... He'd just have... He'd, he'd have some people from the New Wobham. So he'd probably have, like... He'd probably have Dave Lee Roth on one track. And then he'd have Biff Byford on the next See, track. See, I'm, I'm feeling that. So it would be good. It would be like, that's that. what stars should do. Yeah. Or, and then Kirk would do, like, a kind of Satriani style. Like, a slightly hippie. Very, a, very hippie. Very hippie. On his ranch. But, it, you know, yeah. be like... Just songs had an edible. To, songs to say on to. Yeah, you know, and you'd get it. Yeah, you'd like like you did. You'd get some free aromatherapy with the album, <laughs> and all of that. You know, you get Kirk would do. Yeah. Kirk would be on the cover. He'd look like a Buddha in your yeah. garden. He'd yeah. have the hair, and it'd be Kirk, but he'd be a Buddha statue. You'd get some free. Uh, what was it called? The stuff you put on your hair? Magnet. Yeah, I don't know. Ma- Ma- Monoxahill or whatever the fuck it was. Oh, I it was in a Monata. Yeah. Um, whatever it was called. So his would be great, and then Hetfield's would just probably just sound like a Metallica album. Or meets Ted or else, or, yeah, yeah, or else he, he makes a southern rock album with sort of Johnny Van Zant or something. You know? At last. Yeah. And, and it's called yeah. Killing and Bears. He, uh, yeah, and he relocates his family to Arkansas, you know, and that's the last he's seen. Zach Wilde would be on it. Yeah. He, oh, yeah. yeah. On yeah. The, uh, the single, MAGA. Yeah. <laughs> MAGA yeah. of Puppets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mag Magtalic Magalica. So that, that to me would be far more entertaining and yeah. probably far more lucrative, given that it's four albums in one day, and it would be brilliant. All of a sudden, Metallica people do a solo album. But do you know what Lars's real wet dream is? Just for him to take over Metallica. Just just to just to step out, come like like Dave Grohl. Come out from the drum. Show who the real yeah, star yeah, show like, always was. Do, do a Grohl straight to Collins. Sing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like yeah. Phil did. Don't like, you know, sing all of Genesis' songs, but then also have a solo career. That, a, a bigger solo yeah, a bigger career solo that drags career. your yeah. group up to that yeah. level. And then do the classic thing where, like Don Henley and the Eagles, where they have to they have to start performing your solo hits and you stand there each night while they're playing <laughs> Boys of Summer going, yeah, <laughs> fuck you. And, yeah. they, and, and finally they'll be able to get a proper drummer. Yeah, because they've got to have someone... They get two drummers like Phil Collins again. 
Yeah, they used to. Genesis got Chester Thompson, yeah, who would drum while Phil was singing, but then Phil would go back yeah. on the drums yeah. for certain numbers. Yeah. I like that. Is yeah. Chester still around? Chester, because he could do a bit of dun 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 dun. dun, 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 dun. That's Chester's gig. You know, they would get they would get sort of they would get Dave Lombardo, wouldn't they, or someone like that? Oh, that, no, that might be a bit uh, of a showings for the boy. Yeah, it might, but then you know, mind you, he'd jump at it, wouldn't he? Yeah. Lombardo. See, that, see thought that, that's that's food for thought. It's all of that. All of those <laughs> ideas I've just come up with. Oh, are, you you just came up with. Well, yeah. yeah of yeah. them doing four solo albums, four solo albums, and all of that. All of those are better than the album they've just done. Okay, let's look for some positives. I like the guitar. Do Kirk's it. really come on a long way. <laughs> he's a, he's not bad on the old guitar now. No, he's pretty good. Kirk. Yeah, he's pretty good. He's pretty, yeah. pretty, <laughs> pretty good. Yeah. No, I like what he's doing, but the rest of it does sound um, like I said. I was waiting for a leper messiah, or or even a one. Yeah, you know, or uh, nothing else matters. Yeah, they never. James isn't going to do something like that anymore, is he? But why not? Because Bob Rock's not there to write it, to, to help him <laughs> produce. <laughs> but they wouldn't even want to, would they? I don't, I don't think... This is the point, really, is that the, the overwhelming you know, can I message... Just, can I just interject? I'm sure we'll, we'll mention You're going this to interject. on, on another like pod. You. But you know who Bob Rock's in the studio with at the moment? Motley Crue. The crew. The he crew. is. He's in the studio See, with the crew. That, that'll be worth yeah, listening to. Yeah, that'll be to. worth listening to. <laughs> Because it will be, it will break new ground <laughs> yeah, artistically. Right, yeah, it won't yeah. sound like the old Motley Crue. And you just think, how bored must Bob Rock be at home <laughs> to think I've got three months of listening to Vince Neil try and sing? You know, trying to make Vince Neil sound. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Yeah, but ha- you yeah, know, but even days, like a... But, no, I tell you what, uh, I'm going to interject. Yeah, but someone's still got to do it. I know what you're going to say, but someone's still got to do it. Yes, but these days it's more fun for producers because you don't need the geezer in the room. You can get your fucking engineer... To just get just get Vince to just fucking see sing. that would be do amazing all, if you get Vince to do like, all the songs in one day. Yeah. Then I'll come in tomorrow and fix it. Yeah, no, that's what Kevin Shirley does. Yeah, like with Joe Bonamassa. Right, Joe Bonamassa. He says Joe's got such a uh, he's so bored so quickly so easily. He just gets him in the studio three days max, and then see you later, Joe. And then Kevin does all the rest on his computer. Right. Yeah. And I was in the studio once with. Joe, did Joey you, Bones. Did you make a contribution? I said, the, look, yeah. if ever you want to learn how to play proper guitar, yeah, come you to know me. where to find me. Yeah. None of your fucking diddly diddle deedle doodle day, yeah. you know? Yeah. Fucking riff, mate. Where's your riff? Yeah. 
So, um, no, he was uh, contributing. He was doing a guitar solo on a track by oh, that Australian singer who's huge over there but nowhere else. Jimmy Barnes. Jimmy Barnes. Yeah. And um, it's all done. It literally gets that bit where you need the, the scintillating guitar part. Yeah. And, and Joe hasn't really listened to the song. He just knows he's got to do a scintillating guitar part. And it's like a Saturday morning in Amsterdam or something. Everyone's going at something. Amsterdam. So he's, you want to go he to says the coffee Kevin, shop. He says to Kevin, how about if I just, you know, for five minutes and then it goes, then you can figure it out later. Kevin, I, want to right go to, I want to go to the Rijksmuseum. So he, Let's get this done. <laughs> hey, the Van Gogh musician, yeah. uh, musician, <laughs> museum. museum is open on a Saturday. Yeah. Opens at midday. Yeah, Can we get a fucking chop, mo- fucking chop mate? Yeah. I'll give you ten minutes of my best bollocks, yeah. and then you figure it out. Yeah, good enough. Yeah, and that's what we did. That's all. <laughs> and it was great. I just, he sat there. I sat next to him watching him, and it was just like. But this was the whole. This was back in the day, back in the analog day. This was the whole Mutt Lang thing, wasn't it? Of that he would even, you know, you record a chord note by note, mm-hmm. and then you piece it together Sometimes, on the tape. Sometimes string by string. Yeah, so, and then you piece it together. That's yeah. effectively it. But now, as you say, with samples and all of that, if Vince, yeah, Vince, as he goes tortuously through the notes, at some point he'll come into tune, and you just take that bit and, yeah. you know. Or you just do what Mutt Langer used to do and get, get your ex-wife else. in to do the vocals <laughs> just, yeah. and just blend it, you know what I mean? Yeah, to, who was that? Do you remember um, Paul Sabu? Oh, yeah. Who, but Jeff Barton used to worship yeah. Paul Sabu. Um, God knows why. Because he wrote sort of chest-beating AOR anthems. Oh, okay, fair but enough. But he did an album. Do you remember there was a woman called Alexa? It wasn't. Hang on, wasn't Paul Sabu something to do with Tarzan? Yes, his, his dad, was, dad Tarzan? was Tarzan in Hollywood. Yeah, so, oh, yeah, yeah. and uh, he used to do that himself. Yeah, he, on on all, the, all his albums began that way. <laughs> it was true. his. It was his second album, Me Tarzan, <laughs> you, UJ. Yeah, Me Tarzan, You Alexa. Well, the rumor was, was that because uh, Alexa had this kind of quite deep voice. It was a brilliant, brilliant AOR. Record. Alexa is a Alexa. woman. Yeah, it's a yeah. woman. Yeah. But the rumour was was that it was just Sabu and he tuned his vocals up. Oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because it kind of had that weird sort of... De- well, I think that was later disproved. But, um, yeah, I mean... That, that, was, could, la- that was later yeah. disproved by, yeah. the, by the existence of a woman but called Alexa. You were in the same say- way that I proved Matthew Tripp was in Motley Crue. <laughs> Which he was, for Which the record. Which he definitely was. And... Um, you know, Doc McGee came to accept that. <laughs> As did Nicky. As Nicky does even today. <laughs> Nicky still trip. writes me little notes of thanks. <laughs> Thank you for revealing that. Thank you, dude. Yeah, yeah, dude. All the it best. Just, yeah, I just get these envelopes. It just comes, dude, and then my address. Yeah. yeah. Well, that, that would I know be that, enough. I know that's from Nicky. Dude, yeah. millionaire's just, row. Just dude. UK. Yeah, and it comes to me. Hello, UK. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So, uh, deep dive then, clearly on the Metallica. Yeah, album. now you know what to think of the Metallica. I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you. I'm going to give you. Uh, I'm going to give you a detailed track by track analysis. Okay, so, there's the opening track, Seventy Two Seasons. Rubbish. Well, no opening bit, which sounds exactly. You know, in Pulp Fiction, the opening scene, and then Tim Roth is or the the woman, Tim Roth's bird in the movie. I'm going to kill everyone of you, motherfucker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Dick Dale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Beginning of 72 seasons is just exactly that. Right. And I was like, yes. Yeah. Okay, it's They've a gone off. surf. They're going to do, do a 60s surf They're album. doing something different. Yeah. And it goes on. Of course, that's the other thing. All the intros go, go on and on and on. You're like, when does it begin? And then, of course, it begins. You'll never guess how it goes. Fucking hell. So um, I, I did push it along to the middle yeah, and see if it changed. Yeah, no. Yeah, no. To the end, no. No. So there's that. Then there's Shadows Follow. Right, yeah. Well, they, they would do because <laughs> that's kind of how Shadows work. Yeah. Um, and I, I literally can't remember anything about that other than I was listening thinking, is this still 72 season? Oh, yeah. no, we are. It is the next track. Ugh, you know. Then there's Screaming Suicide. Yeah, which you mentioned earlier. See, I know. That, okay, okay. It's a concept album about a young person. But um, I just find it. I just. I can't. There's a disconnect for me with these grown up multi millionaires. Yeah. Writing a song called. Screaming. I mean, number one, who the fuck screams suicide? Yeah. You know, a, a note, maybe a note. Yeah. Yeah, no, I do get. I mean, I take your point. It's like, how do you get yourself back in that mindset? How do you get yourself in the mindset of the person that wrote Master of Puppets? Yeah, well, that, that was difficult. a great song. You, you could be 60 year old now and write that, and that would still have you, meaning. Yeah, but would you be able to? That's the question. And Clearly the answer not. is not. Yeah. Clearly not. The answer is no. Right, and then we go on to Sleepwalk My Life Away. Yeah. I mean, again. You Must Burn. I quite like that because it was slightly different. Slightly shorter. Is it? I don't well, know. I'll, I'll soon tell you that. Hang on. I don't think you've got the rights to play that. Can you, Can everyone not listen, please? We haven't got the rights to play that. That's over seven minutes long. Yeah. Just and the, yeah. I kept skipping through. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't find any vocals. I thought, oh, is it an instrumental? Yeah, like Orion. It, well, that was that an it. instrumental? Yeah, Come, of course. It was, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. 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 Orion was amazing. Built on a, a bark... Um, like b- bark and Mozart intertwining. Yeah, sort of a mark... Mozart, 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 Alica. Yeah. Yeah, that didn't work. Okay, so you must have, it's intriguing, but it's seven fucking minutes. So uh, then the next one is uh, Lux Eterna. Are we really going through every track? Yes. Lux Eterna, good single. See, I don't think it is a good single. I have to take issue with you. Wow, okay, controversial. It's a single without a chorus. It's one of those ones where they get to where the chorus should be. And James Hetfield just shouts out Lux Aeterna. Really? Yeah, that's my view. Huh. See, now, if they were doing, if it was a classic single, you'd it's begin not, with the chorus. It's not, it's not the sort of chorus that would pass the uh, the uh, Steve Perry no. chorus no. check. You know. No. no, but then not many songs no. would pass that no. check. No. You could say that about Iron Maiden. Yeah, you or, could to a degree. But or, I mean, at uh, least, you know, bring your daughter, bring your daughter to uh, the slaughter. Was harmonies. In broad, yeah, in broad terms, that is a chorus. See, Journey 
if they were to revive Bring Your Daughter to the... It could be, you know... And then the chorus would be... Slide And then the song would begin. Yeah, yeah exactly, yeah. However yeah. it goes. Multi-track, yeah. Oh, like, well, like the start... Oh, Sherry, our love... Do, 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 do. Now there's a fucking chorus, man. That came, on, that came on the radio the other day, and it just like wow. what are you listening to? Greatest Bang. hits it FM. Might, it might come on Spotify. I don't know. <laughs> it came I on think the radio. The, I think if that is the radio, just put it on the car. Yeah, no, that's iHeart you know. eighties. Yeah, what something you're like that. Yeah, <laughs> that young person's channel. Right, and then there's uh, Crown of Barbed Wire. <laughs> Which again, what a terrible yeah. fucking title! That's what you get in B and Q. Crown. Well, they of could have made wire. it baseball cap of barbed B and Q. Crown of barbed wire. <laughs> Five ninety nine. <laughs> Does the top of your fence perfectly? Absolutely. Or um, keep the local youth out. You go into Tesco's, you get a meal deal. You get a, a sandwich, yeah. a bag of <laughs> uh, Crown of barbed wire crisps, and and a coke. <laughs> So yeah, I, I seem to remember that was okay, but I think again I thought, is this an instrumental? Because yeah. I kept skipping and I couldn't yeah. find vocals. Um, then there's Chasing Light, yeah, which does seem to have some sort of refrain. I'm right. not going to say chorus, yeah. but there is a sort of repetition, yeah. emphasis, something like that. Then there's uh, If Darkness Had a Sun. I don't even remember this. If darkness had you know what a that sun. makes me think of? Dennis Wheatley, To the Devil a Daughter. Yeah, wow. yeah. I mean, that's and good. And the follow-up, If Darkness Had a Son. Yeah. And then, yeah. And I can't, I mean, what, you know, if, <laughs> if, if, if Twilight had a cousin. Yeah. Yeah. If, if morning had a memory. <laughs> If, no, that's not quite. I couldn't even think of a relationship. I couldn't, no. Uh, yeah. if, 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 if morning had an uncle. Yeah. Yeah. If fog. <laughs> if fog had a grey cape. No. I, I say, if fog had a friend. Yeah. If fog. The friend of had a fr- friend of fog. Yeah. 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 That's it. If. 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 If the night. Was your next door neighbour? Yeah, that's good. That's a good one. That's a good that's one. A keeper, yeah. yeah. Okay, and then uh, so too far gone. I seem to remember too far gone was quite good. Um, uh, we're not breaking any. Yeah. Yeah. I so, mean, that, well, I mean, that could have been from that any could album. Exactly. <laughs> any <laughs> album, any time. Could have been anything. Must have been Room of Mirrors. I was thinking of. Yeah. Oh yeah, that reminded me a little bit of. Um, Sort of Thin Lizzy gone mad. Yeah. Well, they like the Lizzy, don't they, Metallica? They do. Fans there's, of the Lizzy. There's one that's very, very Sabbath, though. Right. This oh, one. That, yes, that'll be the one. That's Inamorata. How do you say it? Inamorata. How do you say it? Inamorata. Inamorata. What's yeah. that, Latin for lesbian? <laughs> <laughs> if You'll lesbians to... knew Latin. Yeah. You'll have to ask uh, Tony Iommi that. In uh, Tony, be like, oh, I don't know. Amarata. Someone just suggested it. To how me. many? How many baseball cap wearing fifteen-year-olds in Omaha are going to know what the fuck? Even how to say that? <laughs> how many? Hey, you know, dude! Hey, we're going to play Inamora. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's your favourite track? I know more. <laughs> I know more, Ada. Yeah. I know more. This is the guy that's going to buy James Hetfield's solo <laughs> that he records in Arkansas. What was the guy who did the music for Sergio? Oh, Sergio no. Moroni. No, no, the music. Um, do, 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 do. Ennio Morricone. Yes. I was at Johnny Z's house yeah. in about 87 with our old friend, Moisha. the late, great uh, Ray Palmer. Oh, he was there. Uh, Moisha was there as well, obviously, because yeah. at the home. And because um, uh, Johnny always said it was him that introduced Metallica to, you know, Ennio Morricone and right. the whole yeah. area of music. And um, and I didn't know what the fuck he was talking about. He, he going, so, you like Morricone? I was like... <laughs> What? Thinking what Newland or lunch or something? Yeah, Morricone. Yeah, what? you it like was, the Morricone yeah, with, with, your, a, yeah, with your pasta? Yeah, pasta's yeah. good. Yeah, you like Morricone? I was yeah. like, sorry, what? He goes, Morricone. Come on, who don't like Morricone? And I'm going, looking at Ray, going, fuck's he talking about? You know? And then he put it on, and I went, oh, oh you mean Morricone? Yeah. Without realizing it might be an embarrassing moment for him because it was Johnny. So it's no embarrassment whatsoever. Yeah. What I said, Morricone. Yeah. 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 So, um, all in all, I'd have to say, if I was a record company, I'd be quite pleased with this record. But apart from, I can never remember what it's called. What's the single Amarata. called again? <laughs> Lux. Eta. Lux. Lux. Eterna. Yeah. Eterna. Yeah. Um, that's the only track I could imagine, you know, marketing. Um, yeah, and you know about marketing. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, Look, these mate, days, that's all they're interested slap in. slap a bit of yellow on it, put it out there, it's fine. You, you know, these days in marketing, you, need, you just need a, a Twitter icon. I mean, here's the cover. It's yellow. It looks like a, a baby's um, playpen. Yeah, but I'm guessing so, it's probably something to do with Armageddon or something. I don't know. What no, is I think it's just a baby's playpen. Nah, get out of it. Is it? Baby's playpen with some sort of weird... With the devil. Hey, what the fuck it's probably it? got Crusher's devil baby. <laughs> now that... <laughs> that would be good. That would be that good. That would be good. Why don't they do a real Metallica... Meta- they should do a Metallica album called Metal. Or just Devil's Baby. Yeah. Yeah. De- that's a good title. <laughs> the Devil's fr- Darkness's Dirty Friend. Yeah. yeah. So something, they originally, I've got it, they originally wanted to call their first album Kill Em All. They wanted to call it Metal Up Your Ass. Yeah, they did. And it was a, a hand coming out of a toilet with a sword. Yeah. yeah. That's their next move. Well, if they've got re-record that. No, no, no. Well, <laughs> I think that's what they do yeah, anyway, yeah. but... No, no, just call it Metal but do you, Up Your Ass. Do you think they'll ever do another album? I think the problem is, who cares? Yeah. Seriously, who cares? But do you think it'll be, what, another four years or something once they come off tour, We're go on holiday, t- ten Kurt years. goes back to his ranch and James goes off and does whatever? Um, I don't know. The truth is, I don't know. I, I so do that, think... By that point, they'll be, you know, they'll be coming up for 70. Yeah. 
70 seasons, 70 yeah. years. 70, really? right? So what? <laughs> 70 times four. 280 seasons. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, what's this, what's an album by an almost 70-year-old Metallica going to sound like? Mm. By then they'll have brought in AI and like a good record. Yeah. Yeah. But no, he, he, just to end on a positive note, um, one thing I will say about Metallica, sort of in 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 um, mitigation, is they did spend most of their career, the early first half of their career, trying to be different, trying to do something they did. new. They did, and they did it. Let's say, let's be honest. They, they did, did it. They, they did, did it, and they took I a mean, lot of flack for when it. You, when you think they took an extreme musical form, yeah. an extreme genre, and made it hugely commercially successful, that's astonishing. That is genuinely astonishing yeah. because of the other, you know, big four as you would call them. None of them could achieve that. No, because I'm, because Metallica just hit on that that way of making it palatable to a wider audience but also still interesting yeah, to a wider because yeah. still but still to their core audience they the core audience could still hear even within stuff like nothing else matters what they liked about metallica and also you know so maybe what they need is a bit more faith in themselves you know they, to me in being serious this album displays a kind of oh that's sorry, John. That's the that's, that's the alarm okay. there, warning us we we must come to the end of the but, show. But, but you finish your point. The, it displays a lack of faith in their creativity. Are they so worried that people will perceive them as having changed that they are now unwilling to change? Because um, they've cut their hair, they've changed their mm, image, so they yeah they're not going to do that anymore. Yeah, they you don't feel like they're going to if they then change the music as well. What remains apart from the well, name? Look at the kicking they got. The last thing they did that was, for me, wildly interesting and adventurous was the Lulu album with Lou Reed. And they're still that's still a shorthand for a joke. Yeah. Um, they did Load and Reload. They got killed for that. Um, but all that, to me, you know, goes back to like Garage Days re-revisited, mm. that 12-inch... That four track mini whatever the fuck it was it was brilliant you know it was it was it was so unexpected you couldn't see iron maiden or slayer or anybody doing that they did it yeah and they mixed punk and they mixed metal and whatever else they thought was fun and interesting and i think they've just gone so far over the rainbow now that it's not about that anymore yeah. it's about hey we need uh, we need a, a new album we need a new product here's what we're going to do um, everybody lives happily ever after, except us. Us, yeah. yeah. And on that bombshell, we bid you. We uh, didn't even talk about the other thing we were going to review. Adieu. That'll be next time. What bye was bye. that? Roger Waters and Pink Floyd. Oh fuck that! Oh wow! Hey, it's Paige Desorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. 
quince.com slash style. How do I stop this, Fern? 